Maritime Nation 25 on 19. Thanks for joining us. If you've checked out my Instagram account uh, or Facebook, the Bright Time with Darren McCarty uh, in the last couple of days, you know we got a lot of exciting things going on. Um, and today's a very, very important episode. This is a landmark episode. If I say that uh, life's about uh, the destinations and oasis, it's all about the journey. This is an integral part of the journey because let me expand on that a little bit. But first, let me introduce uh, my co-host, uh, partner in crime and the Grind Time family, uh, Nick Antonucci. Nick, uh, how's your uh, week going, bro? It's going well, man. How you doing? Uh, things are things are going good, man. Just kind of, uh, you know, going through going through work. Work's going well. I, I like how we're both dressed. It's like we woke up in the same bed together, which is cool. Uh, yeah, man. No, everything's going good. Kids are good. Family's good. It's it's uh, everything's going awesome, man. How about you? I didn't wake up. I don't wear one of those. I I match things like you do. That's that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, Dude, the best part is, is you didn't even see what's on it. Dude, you didn't even see. You got to here. Here, this is for you. Look at this. Hold on. Here we go. Oh my God, that is brilliant. And anybody who obviously knows who Dylan Playfair is, uh, that's Riley on Ladder Kenny. Yes, and Nick, you are such a wannabe. You are an ankle burner, so uh, uh, that'll work. But uh, I, I love it, dude. I love it. It's, uh, you know, here on the uh, time, it's the uh, Sun's Out, Guns Out. So I got my Joy Culture Foundation shirt on. For nice. Speaking of this, you know, um, this is very important because you, everybody out there is going to want to get to know this young man because he is now part of this family. Uh, the story behind it, we'll get into it. Uh, you know, I, I, I had to rack my brain a few times after I did his uh, podcast to make sure that he's not one of my seeds out there because born in the same hospital I was in Burnaby, British Columbia, just a bunch of years later. Um, the path is a lot of the same. So, he's got a hot, his, uh, his tag is uh, hockey to heroin. And uh, it's soon going to be and back, uh, dot, 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 and back. Because uh, just like me, um, he's, a, he's a former hockey player who uh, didn't, have the career that I did, but guys, like I say, that doesn't matter. His love of the game, the things that he's done, um, you know, has gotten to where it is, and uh, I couldn't be prouder. There's a lot of things we got to talk about, but uh, he uh, he's going to be a huge part in the recovery world for hockey guys, and uh, without further, further ado, let me introduce you to Mr. Brady Leopold. Brady, thanks for joining us, brother. All right, maybe he's not there yet. Um, <laughs> all right, we're, we're, we're waiting for Brady, but let me talk, tell you a little bit about Brady. So Brady was not only born in the, so I did this podcast, uh, Hockey to Heroin, which maybe gives people like a little bit of the willies, but what it is is that it's his fight of how, um, even though he never made it to the top level, he ran into all a lot and uh, the same issues that I did, except, um, except 
you know, I'm fortunate when I say I'm an alcoholic because that means that my body will heal itself if I don't kill it first and allow it to. And especially now, you know, with not only the ways you take care of your body on every which level, it's about education and stuff, but mentally, all these kids, um, and if anybody knows, let me slow down. When I wrote my book, My Last Fight, True Story of a Hockey Rockstar, it was, it was one of the most therapeutic and freeing things I ever was able to do because as I signed my book, Enjoy My Truth, it got my story out there. So I don't care if somebody else saw it differently, they can write a book or do a podcast, but it helped free me. And, and the thinking was, is, man, if I had a book to read or if I had some direction um, when I was growing up, maybe instead of breaking a leg or uh, figuratively, obviously, or, or amputation because of addiction and getting into the wrong circles or just down the wrong path and not having the support, um, that's what we do now. So what Brady did, and then as he continues his journey, he started up uh, the Puck Supporter Foundation. So the Puck Supporter Foundation, which, uh, which uh, I hope we have a video to show of that, do we, Nick? Yeah, man. So we got, um, I know Brady's having a little bit of technical difficulties right now, but he's going to hop on here in a second. Um, you know, the, the, it's one of those things, man. It's, it's the, the technology these days and the internet is a mess and, and you know, the stuff is coming a little choppy. So this is what I'm going to do. So I need Mac, I need you just, just log off and log back on real fast. And I think it'll fix the audio problems that you're having. You're coming in a little choppy. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so we got Brady on today and if you haven't seen his story or heard about him, he'll talk about that here in a second, but, um, you know, you can check out our social media. There's a little bit of information about his hockey to heroin podcast. Um, it's, it's crazy stuff and he'll get back into this as soon as we get everybody in here and, and get these, you know, some of the technical issues here worked out, but you got some time, read his story. There's a great article on, I think, Sportsnet uh, Canada that, uh, that we have a link to on social media that you got to check out. That is, it's crazy. It's, it's a, it's a great read. And, you know, a lot of times we have these guests and they have these stories and everything, you know, everybody's got a story, right? And some are a little different than others. And Brady is one of those guys where you're reading it and it's just like, uh, it's pretty shocking, a little shock to the system. And it's, really inspirational and really amazing to watch him claw his way back into what he's doing now. Um, so hopefully he'll be on here in a second. We'll get that. We'll get that taken care of. Mac, were you able to uh, disconnect and reconnect? Are you good to go yet? I was, is, am I back? Um, I can hear am you. Look at your pretty face. Why you couldn't hear me before? Now the the audio is pretty choppy, but you're sounding good now. I love Ellen's glasses. You look amazing. You sound much better. And uh, I'll give you a heads up as soon as Brady's ready. Yeah, I stole him out of the thing. Uh, do we have the video for the Puck Support Foundation? Did he send that over the video for the Puck Support Foundation? Yeah, David. Do you have those uh, the videos that I had sent you queued up? Um, can we go to the puck support clip? And, and and this is important, you know, because what he's done, what Brady's done, 
is being the younger version of what I wanted to do. So being on the streets. So what the Puck Support Foundation is all about, it doesn't matter what level you played, if you coached, if you didn't, but around hockey is that is that you're not alone. Um, I'll let you, when Brady comes on, explain a lot of, you know, because a lot of our journeys are similar. And the, and, the, and the worst part about addiction is it'll bury you in a corner and that's, you know, deep in a hole and when you don't when you think you're alone and you can't get out that's when you know people die and uh so um it's it's an unbelievable thing so it's strictly like as far as you heard me speak before of uh a4c or athletes for care that covers all the sports and it's health and wellness and cannabis well this strictly is uh for hockey and and you know for guys that are out there struggling and and it doesn't matter what level of hockey you play it's just you have that mentality of, of of playing in the league. So I couldn't be couldn't be prouder. Um it it obviously, you know, allows like I talk about, you know, it's building a team. And it, and it, it's building a team and and this is a, another part of uh recovery because it's it's everybody trust me, you're not alone. There's somebody else out there and a or a bunch of people that go through the same things that you do. Hold on one sec. I bet it was between four and five. <laughs> but sometimes that's what I gotta, you know, it's gotta happen, man. We've got business and business takes takes precedence sometimes. But no, as Mac was saying, it's super inspirational stuff. And I believe that we are now good to go with Brady. Is that correct? Can you guys hear me all right? There he is. You're a My video is Listen, it's probably pretty choppy, guys. I'm in Muskoka, Ontario. My internet is garbage. It's not a bro, not a problem. I just wanted to get you in front of uh, get hockey to heroin in front of the grind time family to know because this, uh, you know, this is not a flashing thing. I was explaining to everybody about the Puck Support Foundation. Why don't you just start with? Just a little bit about yourself. I told him already that we were born in the same hospital, so you didn't stand a chance there um, from the beginning. But uh, um, a little bit about your story and a little bit about into where you're at now, bud, because it's all about, you know, everything that we've gone through. We don't hide from it. It's made us who we are. Um, Trust me, as the further away from some of the bad shit or the embarrassing shit or shit that you want to forget, you're gonna, it's going to help somebody else, you know, someday not have to go through it. So give the Grind Time family a little bit of uh, what they got in Brady Leavold. All right. Well, first off, thanks, man. And uh, thanks, Nick, because uh, that's who originally put us in contact with buddy, Nick. So, Nick, you've been great. And, uh, you know, you were on my podcast, and, and I want to say thanks. And since then, we we become, you know, great friends, and you've been a tremendous, tremendous support. Uh, not, not just for myself, um, like for the puck support group as well, too. Uh, let me start. Um, yeah, born in Burnaby, BC, just like yourself. Uh, you know, lower mainland, British Columbia, and you know, with the dream, everybody else, well, most Canadian kids, they want to play in the NHL. Well, I was no different, and you know, up my favorite players were Pavel Bure. Party flurry. So um, I'm now podcast, and I'm not even so sure I can speak English. So, so I think I'm doing pretty. I'm at like a hundred percent as 
far as it is. So those are my, you got like really uh, deemed you're like one of my idols, bro. So it's insane for me. Um, you know, I struggled uh, with some sexual abuse at a young age. I was able to deal with it, didn't know how to deal with it. And so, you know, he has an outlet um, for as long as I could. Hockey was a and uh, it kept me out of trouble for a long, uh, probably a lot longer than it probably have with the way that things were going and i held on by the skin of my teeth i had nine lives in the hockey and uh more than nine lives in the real world so my junior career in the western hockey league was crazy i ended up quitting my 18 year old year for a girl and coming back as a 19 year old getting young girls when i was 19 and um it was just a pretty chaotic scene and i ended up getting Kelowna with the Rockets with Jamie Benn and Tyler Myers, Tyson Berry with a great year. And um, it was uh, it was fun. And I was able to sign with the Tampa Bay organization. Uh, unfortunately, uh, by that, that time in my life, I had found party drugs. Um, I'd started to think quite a bit. And, and that summer, I didn't train. So here I am, you know, um, step away from my as a kid. And instead of training and stay focused, and um you know to give the best chance to live a dream i you know i was training i was staying up all, all night i was partying with anybody else i was like by myself uh do, doing it all and, um just trying to mask everything that had gone on up to that point and um you know my first year pro about two games into the season i blew my and uh Thereafter, I tried oxycotton for the and uh, I'll tell you, it's that to me was like you know, I did end. So, for I always tell people this story. So, for people that don't know, um, oxycotton is obviously a painkiller, it's an opiate. Uh, a lot of people are familiar with it, people are familiar with uh, that one oxycotton thing, one per cassette, five milligrams of oxycotton. Or code on it's the same, just different uh, uh, things. Short acting doesn't matter. And uh, so I ended up. Zerka said it's five milligrams. And the first time I did, I took an eighty milligram pill. So that, that is whatever it is, fourteen per whatever. And I remember, I and I puked things out like so many people do when they it's for the first time. And um, I've heard it from some people. Either, or you hate and and I, was, uh, I remember. Uh, puking my brains out, guys. But I remember as puking, I was starting to feel even better. Uh, people don't understand that it's uh, are not just a physical painkiller, guys. They're also not a motor. So they act afters the same way. And so in that moment, of course, I had injuries and concussions and knee and my hands had surgeries. And so we, you know, as hockey players, we all have these injuries. So of course, I was living in pain, but I just... That was just my life. I never looked at it like, oh, I need. To, I didn't even take. I didn't take nothing. I was. Like, I don't need that. This is just part of. That's part of me. Like I'll play through the pain. When I did oxys, it wasn't even a physical pain. It was the emotional pain that it took. Me. Uh, everything that as a kid, uh, you know, I had the two. Uh, unfortunately, girls. I just totally turned on her and just shun the kid right out. And, and it wasn't even though. I knew when I was nine old, and um, I was broadcasting to Sportsnet that the, the mom is 
doing fantastic. She's remarried, and this uh, little boy is having an incredible life. Uh, has a new, new day. Great. Um, but, you know, that really went me, and it still does. And um, I contact with the mom. She's actually super supportive. I have no idea why I was so horrible to her all those years ago, but I uh, made peace and really supportive. Um, but, uh, guys, I tell you, when, when I did that first oxy, it was thing up to that point, and her hurt emotionally was gone. Uh, it was like I just wanted to keep doing it. And then all of a sudden, five days of that, and then all of a sudden you're waking up and you start to feel like you have the flu and you're like, what the hell is this? Like, it's not the flu. It's uh, and it is a th- worse than the flu. The longer you do it, the worse to get that's the cat it's uh once you get hooked and it only takes five days and once you're hooked you need it and if you don't have it you can't do anything so nothing else matters as much as your dad or be a hockey player or whatever it is you can't even do those things because you're shitting yourself or puking or bedridden or and then for time um i switched there because it's basically thing and it was actually easier to find. It was cheaper. And uh, after they switched to fentanyl, all these drug dealers, and it was killing all It just so killed me. Um, luckily, I say luckily, guys, um, I was scooped up off the streets and thrown in. Actually, multiple times. Um, but the one time in particular, almost two years, the very first time. Like the SPC, excuse pets off the street. Well, like they they. Excuse my language, swear. I don't know if I can. Pardon my French. Absolutely. But I, okay. um, I, I, you know, look that way. Like I was a rescue. Like I really was. I wish I could say, hey, guys, I went and I got my shit together and I figured it out and it's scary. Well, guess what? It did. It made me um, a male guy. It made me want to be more of a drug, a drug collector, um, a more of a low life. And I'll lie, um, because by the time I hit jail in 2000, I was three years from professional hockey, but it felt like I had never, ever, ever played hockey a day in my um, I had no friends. I had no support, really. And the support that I did have, I couldn't even see that. I even accept that because I didn't know how. Wasn't the right. I don't know what was going on, but I was on such a, a dark path that I did not give a shit. I, I, you could tell me, you could ask me to do anything, and I would, like that was I was crazy. I was nuts. I was off my off my rocker. So when I went to jail, some guys go, "Oh, this sucks." And of course, I'm not sitting here saying jail was fun by any means. You know what it gave me? It gave. It was almost like being on a team in a sense. Like I couldn't go anywhere. Like I'm sitting locked in hell. It felt like I lost for fucking ten hours. Like okay, I'm on a road trip. Here we go. Let me out, and I don't play. That was where I had to go with my mind. But it was like I'm never gonna play hockey again. I'm never gonna have the respect of the hockey world again. I have the respect of my family. I'm never gonna have any let's just let's just go all in in this so i became the jail guy i became the guy that uh you know and i, I still have friends 
that are in bars, and, and I'll say this, and I've said it before. The problem with jail is that they don't reform the people coming out of there. Let's had a guy get out that I knew just got a, just called me the other day. I'm not really in a position to help him. I wish I was. Him some clothes, whatever, but um, you know, he's got nowhere to go. He know nothing. What the hell do you think he's gonna do? I'll tell you right now, what are you gonna do? You want certain things, it's so back to that. So I just being like, hey, I give up. This is now my life. I I, I stopped that I didn't I didn't even tell like I know you did. But I'll tell you what, God, I was miserable. I wanted to die every time. I wasn't being a drug user. It took me a little while to get there. But I swear if, if you sat game long enough, I mean, aside from the few people that are terrified of needles, even I've seen people that are tip needles stay around it long enough. That's where it goes to. And and it's so dangerous. But I'll tell you, I was to the point where I want to die every single time that I, I the stab, like I'm a savage, not only the way I was back, but the way that I was using and abusing drugs. Um, I don't know if I want to show this, but I showed on my stuff. I leave bad tracks for five years. I don't know if you see them. Um, I'm going to get tattoos over them. But I was the guy that um, it was every minute. So let's do it. Let's do another one. And I just wanted to die. I did. I, I wanted to die. So uh, um, I remember. So I started right, guys. Um, for hockey to hair started was when I was in um, the first, like, uh, you know what? The very first time I start, I for a little while, I was like maybe I'll try to get my shit together. Start writing this book. Okay. It was stories, and there was a couple of times we go back, um, start crying in my cell because I'm sitting there thinking about you know, what a life I could have had, and I just felt like I couldn't get back to anything close to that. I'm proud to say, and I'll get that hopefully if we have time. You know. I'm actually happier today than I've ever been in my entire life. And I'll get to that here shortly. So, you know, after I got a jail for two years, guys, I moved out to Ontario and I, I worked a, a, a full time, $14 an hour. I hated my life, um, but I was clean, uh, just smoking my weed and, and like I always do. And um, so but I was miserable. I was so miserable. I, I remember sitting there, I was doing something sort of stuff construction and I was like I'd rather be homeless I'd rather be dead um and that is no um knock against anybody doing the jobs um it was just that was my mentality at that point see um that that I should have been grateful that I had that job and I was clean and that I was just miserable um I was doing no self you know I was still just trying to find the quick rich all oh, i'm not use drugs but i'll still sell drugs right well that doesn't work um so 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 you know shortly there here yeah, i'm in this is the trace in the sports center um i had packed up my shit in a really on terrace like i'm going back to bc and um so i packed up and uh in there's my, my game worn with the tampa thing the whole nines and i bought this was a stolen truck and I bought it off this guy 100 bucks or something had all my stuff in it and the drug or the truck is just full of drugs 
become drug. I needed so much. I needed so much just like let alone everything else. But if I would have got cooks like I was trying to sell other people, I'm just right. my crazy for myself. So anything out of Aurelia, and I, I all, boom, I'm, lights come on. I'm getting pulled over, and I'm like, about it for a second. And I'm like, nope, I don't a freaking chance is this happening right now. Pedal to the metal. Little no, there's no truck. Okay, here we go. I'm like 160 in this four by four truck. There's like three on the ground. It's like it was Times Day, February 2019. Not that long ago. Not that long ago. And, and um, ended up crashing, you know, but crashing. Um, me and I ended up spending months in jail for that, and I just got out in her. And uh, you know, the, the country called me and they were like, Hey, we kept all your stuff. Usually, in a stolen vehicle, they'll just take all the stuff that's in a stolen vehicle and say, Hey, it's all stolen, doesn't matter because it's a stolen vehicle. They actually gave me all the stuff back, even some stuff that wasn't mine. Uh, reason being, I think, think, is because he was in there, and you know, they well and they try cops are always pulling me in even when i was jail guard trying to pull me aside it's like they could reason because i was a hockey guy but right. you know and maybe they put in a sense but ultimately i um figure this out. and uh, so again i wish i could say like jail i figured it out well guess what i went to jail and even more drug dealers and even more people and, and even more and even more crime and even more and but at the same time while i was in there um stopped all, all that and i was like you know what i'm not a religious guy i'm not a, a christian guy uh, but uh, listen i believe in something more powerful than myself so i was like it's a chance i picked up the bible and i want to read I'm wants to read all the religions because I just want to have all, all the, I just want knowledge, you know? And- 100% knowledge is power and you have to read them all and you take the good bite. I'm spiritual as hell and even, you know, I've, but I read everything, right? The Quran, the Torah, you, if you want to know why the different thing and, and you know what, the message is all there. The same message is all there, right? And you see through it and, and bottom line, bro, you don't get, drafted to or to try out or to get a sign of the contract in the nhl let alone play junior hockey whatever like that without believing that's something better than yourself you know nine lies i know about nine lies it's just you know it, it, it's <laughs> yeah. all right all that stuff that you're saying is is just it's it's good because it's it's where you came from and to be able to let somebody else know that that's it. So you picked that. So go ahead. You, so that, that I was going to ask you, what was the turning point? It sounds to me the turning point is when you went into jail and you changed your script, right? You changed so your operating. You know, you said, I did, I, I'm going to try something different. I'm going to do something different. So go ahead, bud. I, I, I certainly did. So I started, you know, um, going to a chaplain. I was all also taking in all the native um, ceremony, uh, smudging and um, peace ceremonies, uh, everything. And uh, again, it worked. I was in, but I got out and I had nothing. I had nothing. I had no other than, hey, I could probably 
probably sell drugs and not do drugs and make some money, right? Wrong. Um, wrong. Uh, for one, that's the wrong mentality. Two, as an addict, it just never works for me. Um, and it's just, you know, so I wanted to change. I wanted to change. I just, I didn't know which dose. So what, what happened was, is I met the, while I was in there, Taylor and, uh, and um, you know, I was trying to kind of do things. She wasn't happy about it. Um, I'm old ways and I relapsed a little bit. But I did, for some reason, I was like, went out one night. This is a true story. I never actually told the full story about this other than to my friend really. So I was at a point, and this was literally days before I did my podcast. If like I'm talking like a day two, three max before I started my podcast. So I'm sitting here, got nothing. I'm telling you, I got nothing. I'm on a system. I was on welfare, just come out of jail. Um, I'm, I'm not dealing, but I got no money. Um, I got nothing. I was sitting up in Muskoka, not a pot to piss in any clothes. Um, and that feeling, and, and I got to do something, but I still had that horrible. I was like, I'm going to go out and do something. And I told Taylor, I can I had no idea. I had no plan other than I was going to go find an opportunity to make what was, you know, dealing in an ATV side by side. Or who's that was, I was going crazy because I thought I needed money and I thought I just, that was reality. That was the horrible way of thinking that I was in, that I was stuck in for so long. Not get a job or reach out to somebody or if that was my only option all drugs do legends go steal go that was all I, that's what i thought so i leave the house we live in nowhere by the way so it's end of say 2020 this is not that long ago this is like this is who i am okay and i this is why i want people to look up to me it's great Great, but I just made a mental health assessment today because stay on top of my mental health. Yes, I want to lay, and I will lead the way by being honest and true yourself, and that is the reason why. So I can say, hey, people look at me, I'm such an idiot, or I'm so cool, and all this. No, 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 For one, I want to make it very clear that I think I'm a fucking loser that I went to jail. It's not you go to jail. To all of the stuff I did is the, the total wrong way of life. I just... I didn't see anything else because there was, I believed that nobody else um, supported me except for these people around me that really just wanted to, you know, either one, do crime to support their drug habit or get free drugs or you you guys know how it goes. Um, when you, you have it all or whatever, you have friends and when you don't, they're gone. Well, I didn't know what to do. So I tell them, like, I'm fucking going out. I'm going out. I'm doing, she's telling me, don't leave. Don't leave. He's like, oh, I don't give a fuck. I don't care if I go back to jail. Da, 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 da. I think, full disclosure, I think I even left the house with a bunch of and a bunch of weed just in case I just stick it up my in case I was going into jail again. That is where I was at. And that is the truth. So, DMAC, I'm just being honest with you. I've never shared this with anyone. I love it. This is, I love it. This is 
it's not go. So here we go. At least, and this is true, Taylor will tell you with all that stuff. Because in my mind, I'm like, I love you, babe. Hopefully, I'll come back. But there's a chance that I'm going to go do something and I'm caught. Well, I found this road. It's like we live, I told you, middle of nowhere and it's cold and there's nothing around for me to get to any like mind. It's like I'm not going to no neighbor's house to do nothing. Like, like I, I'm going on a journey, probably not going to even do anything like that. But I just was like, I just in a mental state of, like I, I gotta do something, whatever. And so I go, and I'm walking, and I'm walking 15, like 30 seconds. I remember thinking to myself, "Fuck it, it's cold. I should just turn around." And I was like, "Ah, oh, you already walked over. Let's go. You gotta go. You gotta do, do something. Like can't like you know money or a loser. Do something. Like this is my me talking to myself in my head. So here I am, and I'm walking down the road, and they're thinking there's some houses, and I've been walking walking 20 minutes and i'm like it's a clear night i'm telling you like i've never seen so many stars and this is true and i'm walking and all of a sudden like it was like something came over my body and started yelling at myself yelling at myself like, what the fuck are you doing right now are you really gonna go steal a car you're gonna go steal a car so you can go steal more shit so so why you're not dudes right now why would you do that like what are you thinking what the fuck is going right now brady like true okay and i remember standing there like this is fucking crazy i'm like freezing my ass i'm like turn around and so i was gone where it was 40 minutes and i come for taylor static because he really even know me that this time um, you know, we together a, a couple of months. Um, shit, just gonna leave and tell do all this crazy shit, and for was like, and uh, for whatever reason, I turned around. I made a decision, and the next morning, I put my skates on for the first time in five years. We live on a lake, so also we live on a lake. Actually, on the lake with the dock and everything. Well, her parents' house is just up the driveway, and so it's like literally a thirty-second walk down the lake. And it was frozen. The point is, so I literally put my skates on. I didn't even tie them up because um, when I got out of jail the first time, or when I was time, the Swift Current Broncos sent skates. My junior team, which was great, it's my specs with my custom long, outrageous tongue and the lines and everything so um put my skin and i skated my driveway i skated down the way and i around for and i made a video and it felt fucking amazing i cannot tell you how um and i remember i took my even tie them up i just like i walked up and i remember i walked in there's like I have not seen a smile on your big ever. Because uh, she knew what I was doing. And I said, let's go. And I grabbed her badly. Who's three? Like, let's go. I took her on the ice time. And, um, you know, uh, and I was on the ice five days. But unfortunately, the ice started shortly thereafter. But here we go. So I post this video on uh, let track for one sec. Sorry. I know I'm rambling. This is where I was at. I didn't even have a book account under my 
real name. I had a face under a fake name because I didn't even want people to know where I was or whatever. The only people that knew were people in the underworld. Like, I had no idea right. where I was. Nobody was. I had a fake name, no pictures, no nothing. So here we go. I fire up a social media page. Um, I went on Instagram and I posted the a picture of me doing something. And for some to myself, I really got to get back involved. And this is crazy. I, for the first time, I feeling like, what the fuck? Where were you these, whatever, 10 yeah. years? But the last, but the last six was like really crazy. It's like, I, I was a, like a different person, like just crazy. And so I was, you know, I took a shot in the dark. I emailed the local junior A team uh, here in Hunt, Ontario. And I just said, hey, listen, my name's Brady Lee. Um, I played in, the, played in the American Hockey League a little bit much because I got hurt my first year pro, blah, 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 blah. If you Google my name, you're going to see all sorts of things. I'm really, I just want an opportunity. I want a shot to to on track. And the guy, Mark Gagnon, and I, I had never met. I haven't met him in person, but we talk with time now. And he messaged me back. He said, hey, we're just about to start playoffs. Talk So he ended up getting fired. <laughs> so that didn't work out. But I'll tell you what that did do. Okay. Gave me hope. Okay. I put it out there that I went to that I'm an addict, that I just got. <laughs> Here is this email is six years after. I was just going to go do whatever the hell it was that I was going to go do. Um, and now I switched my thinking and I have a long ways to go. So he agreed to meet with me and, and the meeting never took place, but we kept in contact. So he gave me hope. And I, I remember I was like, I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast a lot at this time. And I was like, I'm fucking podcast. I called my dad. I don't think it's a good idea. I think even like, I barely even talked to my dad in like a year. I called him with him. My dad's a scout in the Western Hockey League now and like retired firefighter just you know so he's so almost like disappointed and embarrassed because he's in the hockey rinks all the time and like what was this promising prospect to homeless on Hastings in Vancouver like insane in jail and everything and so he's like it's too soon I was like, fuck it I'm doing it anyways and uh it's three months since then I've had amazing guests like yourself DMAC and uh a lot of reached out to me, and that's where we pluck support. As well, these guys reach out to me. I started hearing stories. I played a died from fentanyl overdose. Um, got met, died from fentanyl overdose. Guys that are in the psych wards, guys that are, um, you know, suffering with syndrome or depression, anxiety, whatever it is. There's so many. I, you would not, I probably know, probably you get more than me, but so many people have reached out, and I was like, man. I thought I was a minority. I was actually his name. I was speaking that I your hockey with uh, an NHL defenseman and a good NHL defenseman. And you with him, but he, uh, I'd have to check on that for sure. Maybe not. He might've been with the Leafs and I'll tell you it is after, but we spoke earlier and he's having a really high rate now. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's just another example. He, He's, he's trying, I see he, he's selling his memorabilia online right now. Uh, and he's, you know, for whatever read the case is, but I can why he said he didn't tell me why, but I can tell you um, he's not in a good, good way. And it's 
just there's so many. So I was like, man, there's got something done. And uh, I talked to a couple people, and I was like, it's not just men, it's women too. It's boys. Um, if you're a hockey player, and I like to put it, if you play, pick up a stick and a ball in the driveway, you're, you're, I love that. That is uh, so, and so like, it's not so much about guessing on the hockey community guys and like all oh, just hockey players that need help because I know so many things in the world that need our, our money, fundraising. Help. It was up to me. I would put everything into this because there's no 2020. Anybody should be starving in the world, in my opinion, or not have clean water when so many of us. What gives us the privilege and why can't we help them? That is philosophy. However, I can't do anything about that myself. Yes, I can make a, a difference and I plan to. What I do know is diamond and I know hockey. Um, and the two things that, that like I could contribute and bring together, bring other guys that have similar things or in mental health. And, and then it was all of a sudden, it's like, wow, like there's a very, very few guys that aren't struggling, you know, like, like, uh, this is like, I dug, I had Doug Gilmore on my podcast. Doug Gilmore had a storybook book career, you know, unbelievable guy. He, I'm sure he's had some stuff in personal life that we've never heard about, but I mean, the majority of his story is great. Hockey, um, battle against the odds, all great hockey, one of the best of our generation. Okay, great story. Um, did it. Don't worry, you did it. But guess what? How many guys are going to do that? Yeah, not many. And then, and you, right, and there's always a price. And here, here's the one thing that you you have to remember because I have to remember this, right? If I am not good to myself and take care of number one, I am no good to anybody else, right? So you yeah. have to look. Out for you first and the and I always say enjoy my truth because the more that you can be honest for the real real right but that's the blessing that I've had you know through every up and down you name it that it's been done is the, is two things no matter how many times I fell down I got back up and then I got a little bit smarter not to fall down again but it's a daily it's a daily self-awareness work in progress but you nailed it because our job now right going through it is to offer perspective and offer it's like it's like knowing they think it's this big secret and you know the secret right that that it's like oh my gosh and you see with guys who want to reach out and don't know how because it doesn't matter it it's the hockey's the conversation is is what brings you into the puck support and uh you know so so i love that that's that's the god shot that's that that's the you made your own you made your own decision now consequences are positive and negatively the universe will work with you either way it doesn't care right so it's the fact that you see now where you and and the thing i love about you brady is that you're a doer you're you're like me where you're going to tell me once and show me twice because you see the impact and a lot of times is I don't I can't worry about what happens you know like or, or what everybody thinks or whatever I just know that what I spread my word enjoy my truth 
it's of pure intention and this is me speaking doesn't mean i'm not wrong doesn't mean i don't make mistakes but the thing is is that it's about the respect no matter what we've all been through in this life or been around it or been you know or or been maybe you're with somebody that it can help you know just these conversations and it's the because i know that you get it because here here's the here's the whole thing for me right i'm a battery and the people are my power and every time i'm around and i can get out of myself and maybe help somebody in in any different way then then i want to be here like i feel like i said because trust me bro you you go through all those um down times about wanting to die and whatever imagine imagine it's the same thing as me and i got four cups and that doesn't matter right it's irrelevant so it's just being able to you you reinvigorated you know my my love and support because it's one of those things is that like you said as far as you said it as far as helping other people well we all have to and that's why I extend it out there to whoever like you've uh you've caught you've made contact with riley cote and yeah. then you know you see josh grad just came out and then carcillo and all these guys that maybe guys have seen on tv but are all in it for everybody else so um i think it's brilliant one of the things uh you mentioned obviously is uh the cannabis and and the weed and stuff like that talk about uh your relationship with the plant because um because i got big news uh that's coming out and uh, i want to read this to you after but um one of the things is to be able to educate through your endocannabinoid system through you know sleep and education so you know how does uh cannabis help you in your program so for um you know, I the very first time I smoked pot, grade seven, and um, I wouldn't recommend to do that at an age. However, everyone's going to experiment with different things. But my plan has changed a lot, and I think that can be said for a lot of people. And that's because access to information, and there's people like yourself, and people like and people that have, um, you know are coming and saying, "Hey." not <laughs> this is not bad this is this is medicine this helps us this saves our lives and for me i've done the whole, whole quickly i've done the whole, whole recovery thing every way you could think about i've been uh, multiple times detox i've jailed and i've done it where i've been in the program uh, again i think they're great and i think they have they're powerful when people buy into them and use them and, and i think they're great however the problem with see is that they say oh no they don't like it when you smoke the weed well guess um smoking pot and i don't think my dad cares too much for because again he's old school but i hope he's listening and he'll know is because i've talked about it but again it is one of those that people just need to be open to and why can we here for the last hours and let's say we're sitting here i'm i'm drinking i'm drinking alcohol and it's all good and uh we're up but then what you're gonna tell me i can't smoke a joint i'm gonna get drunk and i'm probably gonna fight somebody maybe get behind the wheel 
plug flash or get all worked up, whatever. But I'm going to smoke a joint. I'm going to be relaxed. I'm going to eat some food. And it's also going to put me in a, in a calming state where one, I do a lot of meditation. Um, you know, I'll go out on the ATV and it puts me in just awareness. Some of the plant DMAC is not where I'd like it to be because enough. I want to know more and I'd like to do more into the, the CBD side. And I'm just getting, I've talked to Riley about that. He's, he's setting me up with some CBD. And uh, I actually have, have Josh Gratton, mentioned Josh Gratton. Came out, I spoke, to, I've, been, well, I've been on the phone with him for the last couple of days. Um, so he's bored with the puck support too. Like our list is just great. But the the, the cannabis for me, DMAC, um, I've done everything. Like I said, sorry, I'll get back to that. I've done everywhere. Okay, I'm going to be completely clean. No smoking pot, no drinking, no nothing. And guess what? A couple different times. I was almost a year, a couple different times. But I go back and I'll tell you what. I have been clean drugs for six months. I don't know the exact day, and I'll tell you quickly why. Because I've done it too, where I marked the day another day and another day, and then it's like all oh, fail. Well, guess what? I know roughly when it is was. All I know is that I don't even think about doing hard drugs anymore. Do I wake up and first thing in the morning? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. But do you want to know why? Because if I get in the morning, I know there's a very good chance that I'm not going to end up with a needle in my arm. And I'll tell you, it is a relation. And yeah, I'm telling you, it saved my life. It is really saved my life. So yes, I wish that I could live a life where I wasn't putting, and listen, there's so many other ways to take cannabis. I'm just a smoker. So but again, I'm a hockey player. So, so it's like all oh, my lungs, but you know, I've quit smoking cigarettes, but listen, the effects of cannabis have saved, saved my life. I will tell you that. I'm not just saying that like, um, and my girlfriends too. So, I mean, it is. Is, and and the fact that it's just information and people like and talking about it and making it okay because guess what it is okay. Why the hell should we be shamed for something that helping us and that is proven to be? I just get worked up about it. So, but it's just been legit. It saved my life. You know what? Here, Brady, and this is the thing. So I got worked up on it too, and and everything else because the whole thing of being lied to and and. The, the kicker to me is when they told me I had an endocannabinoid system and it was strictly for this plant to get in my body and, and it's like a food processor that my body will take care of it. I was like, I got to know. So um, today being the last day of June 2020, I want to read this because I think this is out online now. And for me, because this is about doing something about it. If you don't like it, then talk about it and do it. Because like I told you on your podcast, I took the Red Wing off of this, off, oh, it's still in my heart, but I took it off the jersey and I put the plant on there. So I will protect the, the plant as hard as I protected that anybody in that Red Wing jersey. And all you got to do is Google me for that. And in doing that, this is what happens. Darren McCarty collaborates with Pink Can and scores big in the cannabis industry. Darren McCarty brand launches at multiple stores uh, throughout Michigan. After years of believing in the use of medical and recreational cannabis. Uh, Red Wings four-time Stanley Cup champion Darren McCarty has developed his own brand of medical marijuana products. The Darren McCarty brand in collaboration with Pincana, one of Michigan's leading cannabis companies. Darren McCarty's Pucker Up pre-rolls, which are right here, right there, um, 
will be available for purchase at three additional locations in the Bay City area, uh, Nogany in the upper UP. Um, the thing with my strain, this one to start with, it's a five to one ratio, which means it's uh, 15 percent uh, THC, 3 percent CBD, which uh, we're excited to launch with the Pucker Up strain as it is a perfect plant profile for everyone to enjoy, even the novice. And we've, of course, included CBD to help us all chill out. McCarty is working closely with the team at Pincana's Farm in Pinconning, Michigan, to isolate terpenes to enhance the therapeutic value and aromas of this medical marijuana product. Future products include a CBD rub and gummies, various marijuana strains, a high-potency marijuana-infused chocolate peanut butter candy bar. Hell yeah. Words yeah. can't express how grateful I am to have this opportunity to spread the love and benefits of cannabis. This is just the start of creating an amazing collection of medical cannabis products to help others with their wellness practices as they seek to relieve body aches and pains. Robert Newsbaum, founding partner of Pincana States, all of us at Pincana share Darren's passion to create innovative cannabis products to relieve pain and anxiety. We're thrilled to be collaborating with Darren and his team. Farmington Hills, Michigan-based Pincana is a licensed, vertically integrated cannabis company with a team that has won 45 Cannabis Cup Awards for its unique proprietary marijuana strains. The 185-acre, 135,000-square-foot uh, cultivation space with greenhouse and indoor environments. Anyways, da-da-da, copy objects. It's uh, House of Brands approach, clearing radical genetics. Okay. So... And saying that, this is the double pucker up. Uh, it's That's pucker awesome. up by Royal CBD. So Mersin and Lin I can't even Linenium are so there's the different cannabinoids that as you get educated and deeper. So, anyways, this one has a sour cherry orange peel taste to it. And I'm going up to to Calcasca to crack it open for real. But this one, there you go. I wanted to enjoy virtually with you my brother and uh until uh, <laughs> i do see you in person and to everybody out there just so you know you and i smoked the first darren mccarty brand pucker up yeah. together here on grind time oh that's sick brother you're the man you're the man oh here's the thing kid you take care of your you take care of you first and you keep uh, plugging away and it doesn't matter because the more truth for the art and you understand because you're in it and and you don't and you're not alone i'm not alone right so we don't have to ha muster it together as far as you need anything from me or the grind type family obviously you mentioned about nick um hooking up with him earlier and stuff like that we're here we're gonna blow this up we're gonna save lives um you know, just a couple of Burnaby kids, boy. Just a couple of Burnaby right, kids. Just make between you and I, you know, Joe Sackett's the, the third Burnaby boy. Um, and he's <laughs> yeah, not he's at the level. Right. So we're, we'll just get it out of the corner for Joe and let him get all the goals. That's right, man. Right. Where can people where can people find you and where can people find Puck support? All right, guys. Yeah, on the Hockey Podcast every Wednesdays and Saturdays. Add a new episode somewhere in the road to wherever I'm on all platforms at hockey to heroin.com, guys. Also, check out at puck support. The website pucksupport.com will be up. Team if you want to email us, team at pucksupport.com. Get involved, guys. We're going to save lives. Check us out on social media. Pucks, get involved. Thanks. 
You got her, buddy. B.A., keep being you, Brady. Don't ever change. Nick, thank you very much. Tell Quinn we said hello. Everybody out there, thank you. Get yourself a pucker up. That's DMAC. We're out.